Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome to the Her Paper Root Podcast. I am super pumped because my guest today just fills me with joy. Every time I see her super entertaining and smart Instagram reels, I'm just lit up by her energy right through the screen. She is a certified coach, mindset and productivity strategist, podcaster with a top 20 entrepreneurship podcast, and she's a mom, Brittany Parks of TotalFitBossChick.com. And now she is here to show us how to hack our mindset and calm the chaos in business so that we can slay productivity. You're listening to the Her Paper Root Podcast with host Chelsea Clark. Chelsea is a marketing strategist and the founder of HerPaperRoot.com, a friendly and supportive hive for ambitious, passionate entrepreneurs like you to learn how to growth hack your idea into a profitable business. We encourage you to fearlessly tackle your wildest goals. We know that as your own boss, you can deliver your unique message and make more paper. You just need a plan. Here's your host, Chelsea Clark. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Hey there. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here, Brittany. I am such a big fan of yours. Oh, and I'm a fan of yours. <laughs> oh, God, thanks. <laughs> we kind of connected over Instagram. I've been following you for a while, and you were so gracious. You invited me to your podcast. That was so much fun. I mean it when I say that was one of the funnest interviews I ever got to do. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you for being on. And when I tell you, you were so action-packed. And everybody was like, oh, I love that episode with Chelsea. Every I'm trying to tell you, you've got rave reviews views. So oh, wow. yes, just so just to let you know that. <laughs> well, that is so rad. This is not about me though. So take <laughs> us back to back in the day and lead us through your startup journey. Oh, what a great loaded question. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it was a loaded question. We come out hard right from the start. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So just to give you a little bit of background, I have been a serial entrepreneur in and we, who hasn't been these days, you know, like we've tried so many different things, but for me, it was kind of one of those things that, that I said, I want to do something as I grew and I was in corporate and I kind of went up that corporate ladder. I said, you know what? I want to do something that's not just for myself, but I want to do something for my family. I want to leave a legacy to my daughter. Even before I had my daughter, I knew that I wanted to, to leave a legacy to the unborn child that I knew that I would eventually have. I knew that I wanted to leave a mark and I wanted it to be different than just one of the run of the run of the mill type of um, businesses. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I kind of went into coaching and because that's kind of always been a calling for me. Um, and when saying that, I started out being a mindset coach. And that comes back from when I was even as young as 13, people were coming to me about their relationships, about their marriages. Um, this was odd. I'm 13 years old and they're ask, asking me for marriage That's advice. Amazing. And so it, 
it, it's so funny how we talk now. What do people come to you for? What type of advice do they ask you? And I was just kind of like that advice person. They would ask me about their jobs and their businesses. And that kind of continued to, to grow. The older I got, the more in, in depth the questions got. And I said, you know what? I need to start doing this because obviously this is my calling. And so unfortunately, but fortunately, I came to a near-death situation in my life that told me this is exactly what you need to be doing, but I had to figure out how to do it and work for me and my family without totally stressing out. So I was stage four cancer and not knowing I was perfectly fine, healthy, everything going great, but I stressed myself out being the type of person who tried to take everybody else's problems on their so on their shoulders and and that just doesn't work and so that's actually why I've built the business that I have today it's because so many of us as women we take on the we think we can handle everything we, i mean almost every woman she takes on so many things especially if you're a mom you're taking on tons of things left and right and we just don't really take that time for ourselves and see that, you know what, we need the self-care, but at the same time, we need the success in business that we long for as well. So we need that good balance. And that's why I strive to live with no regrets because I was really at a point to where, you know, I could not have been here. Wow. That is so incredible. I mean, I know your story, I it, but even just hearing it, it's just like, fills me with, oh my, I can't even imagine and what you've overcome and the business that you've built from going through all of that and what you're able to do when you're saying about providing something for your family, like you're building generational wealth, how incredible that is. So just kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. And you sort of touched on this a little bit, but when we talk about calming the chaos in business, what type of chaos are you thinking of that people may be experiencing who are listening? Oh my goodness. There's so, so much chaos that's out there. That's a great question because one of the things that we do, we try and we try and be more productive, but what happens is we have the wrong routine a lot of times because we're listening to all the gurus that are out there telling us, you need to do this and you need to do that. And you try this and wake up at five o'clock in the morning. And to be honest with you, 66% of full-time employees in the United States don't have work-life balance. And so with that being said, that means that they have chaos. If you don't have work-life balance, you have chaos, but they have the wrong routine. They've set the wrong time in their, in their life. They have the wrong method and they have the wrong mindset. However, it's an easy fix. Because all you have to do is figure out what works best for you. And in productivity came for me because I could not find methods that worked for me. I couldn't figure it out. I, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I can't focus on this. I, everybody's talking about try this technique, try that technique. Well, this doesn't work for me or that doesn't work for me. So I had to figure out what works for me. And that's what actually drove me to create a two-minute quiz that fits your personality that works for your personality and for your challenges that can tell you, okay, based up on your responses to the questions, this method sounds like it's best for you. I still say play around with it and see what's what works. But a lot of time we just pick a routine because somebody says, try it. 
but is it personalized for you? Does it work for you? Another thing is that we want to do different things, but we're not we're not getting organized first. We we want to achieve all of these wonderful, amazing things, and we want to be productive and we want to be happy, but we're not organized. And I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, I am a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> and when I tell you that I wasn't just a recovering perfect, I'm not just a recovering perfectionist, but I'm also a recovering clutterbug. So <laughs> perfectionist clutterbug. I love it. <laughs> Yes. So it's a mix because I wanted things to be right, but I wanted to hold on to all of all of these amazing things as well. I would say you are a nostalgic perfectionist. There we go. <laughs> that <sounds a> bit <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah. So I'm recovering from that. I'm allowing myself to be free from trying to be trying to be just, you know, right and trying to be perfect. I'm letting that go and moving on from that. And I'm doing things to um, free myself from chaos. And this is what I'm trying to get other people to see as well. Simple things like meal planning makes a huge difference in freeing yourself from the chaos and, and being able to slay productivity. When you do something simple, and I'm not saying you have to go way out and just go crazy and just you know be all extravagant. Do something simple. Just have themed nights. Have, you know meatless Mondays, or, you know, if you're a really big meat eater, have moo Mondays where you have beef on Mondays or, you know, Mexican Tuesdays, whatever it is that your family loves, create something simple that you can just do. And you know, this is what I'm eating tonight. Because how many times have you heard, you know, what's for dinner tonight in your head or somebody else in the house saying what's Mm -hmm. for dinner, you know? (laughs) And so just freeing yourself from that just mental clutter of having to figure out what I need to, what am I going to prepare? What am I going to do? What am I going to have? You know, that is huge in itself. Oh, so um, good. Things, sim- yeah, oh, thank you. Things like um, a capsule wardrobe. A capsule wardrobe is another huge help because here's the science. And it's so funny because I did the research because I'm such a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> But one in five people walk out of their closets upset or mad because they couldn't find anything to wear. Uh-huh. They could not find. Yes. <laughs> I believe it. And yes, and this is even bigger. When I tell you, when I tell you, Chelsea, as women, we spend six months out of our working life looking for something to wear. <laughs> Can you see standing in your closet 24 hours straight for six months out of our lives? That's what we're doing looking for something to wear. So just simplifying our lives by having a capsule wardrobe makes a huge difference. And you've got people like Jennifer Aniston, you've got Mark Zuckerberg and Angelina Jolie, and even designers like Michael Kors and Giorgio Omani and Tom Ford, they have adapted a capsule wardrobe because they don't want the stress of trying to figure out what yep. to wear. You know. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning those two incredible tips because- Meal planning and a capsule wardrobe, those two things. I love it because when people first think, okay, I'm in the weeds, everything is chaos, I can't even think, and then they have to think about, now I have to figure out something to be more productive, that can feel like too much work. But the way that you just brought it down to something so simple, and it's so true, I can attest to that because last year, like when the pandemic started, I decided to subscribe to a meal kit. So that just sends pre all the ingredients and everything is all in little nice packages with a recipe. It just takes care of meal planning. I don't have to buy groceries. I don't have to think about it. I don't 
have to wonder. When I was about to do it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a bit expensive. But I highly recommend it. It is not that expensive. And especially when you look at it from a place of the mental clutter that it removes, like you said, you don't have to think about cooking dinner. Oh my gosh, it has changed my life. So highly recommend. Yes, yes. And this is what's so funny, Chelsea. Um, this just, let me see, it's probably been like three weeks ago. I was cleaning my oven and it's it's a, it's a brand new oven. And uh, I was cleaning it for the first time on the clean cycle, like on the second level cleaning cycle. And it somehow it got too hot and the glass breaks. Oh my gosh. They told me it'd be four to six weeks before my oven would be fixed because they're back order because of all of the COVID stuff. And they're four to six weeks. So they got a new glass in early, but it came in broken. Oh God. So <laughs> with that being said, everything that I thought that would have been on my, you know, my list of meals that we were gonna have kind of got shifted because I couldn't use my oven anymore. But this is what we did. So we meal prep often, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't always meal prep. You know, it just depends. I go with the flow. I don't, you know, stress out trying to make it happen. But this is what we did. My husband got a new um, grill. And so we put everything like, you know, like all of the meats out on the grill for the week. And, um, and then we even did like some veggies. So we, we, and I don't use the microwave. So for me, not having... Not having the oven is huge because I don't use the microwave at all. Not even to heat up water. I'm the same way. I don't touch it. My mom bought me one for Christmas because she loves it and I just won't take it out of the box. There you go. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so so it's a big deal for me, but we grilled everything. So it's so amazing that even though I don't have my oven, it's like I know exactly, even though it's not stuff that you would think that you would have like off the grill. We 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 did like fish and we did you know, chicken, different things like that. So then like one night, okay, we're having fish tacos. Another night we're having, you know, like Smart. <laughs> we're, mix- you know, I'm mixing it up and, mi- and having fun with it, you know, for the next, I don't know, four to six weeks, however long it's going to take. But just taking away the pressure of this is what it has to be, or this is what has to happen. You know, just like I mentioned decluttering, I do, I cannot stand decluttering. That's why I say do something simple like two to 15 minutes a day. Just literally take two minutes, set your timer and take one tiny space. Not like I'm going to do this room. I'm going to do this closet. No, I'm just going to do this section. I'm just going to do this drawer and just go ham, you know, (laughs) for two minutes, you know, no more than 15, no more. If it's, if it's not your thing, if it's cluttered, then you already have an issue. Don't pull out anymore. Just set 15 minutes and go. That's it. No more than 15, two to 15. Bite size. Take it in a little bit. Yes, yes. And you had mentioned that you created a personality quiz. Is that something that you share on your website that other people can take? Yes, yes. I invite everyone to take this quiz. Totalfitbosschick.com backslash productivity quiz. If you are struggling at all trying to figure out you know, what your what your your idea balance is in order to be more productive and be able to maintain sanity because yeah, we can be productive, but what about your self-care? What about the things that we are actually doing to ourselves by even our morning routines, by just overcomplicating things? I think that, you know, again, so many people are saying, okay, you've got to do this in the morning. You've got to do that in the morning. My morning routine is so simple. It's just so simple. It's crazy. And I started out, I started out because everybody said, do everything, you know, in the morning, you know, wake up at this time. They said, wake up at five. I'm going to wake up at four. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to sleep, you know, (laughs) 
early enough to wake up at four. This is not working for me. Um, or even five, you know, so I've pushed that up a little bit in my routine is so Zen and I love it. And I have kids and it's, and it's, and it works well, it works well. And I still get up early and I do the things that I love, but I'm not stressed out about doing it. So important being able to go through your day with that calm Zen mindset where you can have your kids screaming and running around, but it doesn't affect you. Amazing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'd love to share just a few tips about a morning routine. Is that okay if I share that? Yes, please. Okay. All right. So a morning routine that actually works is so important to me and it's so close to me because I've heard so many people lately like, okay, I'm doing this in the morning. I'm doing that in the morning. And to tell you the truth, like I said before, we're overcomplicating things and we're overwhelming ourselves from the start. If we can just keep it simple, super simple, and actually only do no more than three tasks in the morning, no more than three tasks in our as our morning routine, and that's it. And only the task that moves the needles, that's it. If it doesn't move the needle in the morning, then don't do it in the morning. Like for me, I have to work out in the morning. If I'm going to work out, it's got to happen in the morning because otherwise, after a long day, I'm not going to feel motivated to work out. So that's a That's something that I've got to make happen. That's a no-brainer for me. But doing things like journaling or something like that, that I I love to just kind of relax and it's a therapeutic practice to journal. So that's something I can do before bed or you know, whenever I'm just kind of having a down moment or down energy in the day. That's something I can do then versus filling my morning up with something like that. There is a ton more coming up on today's episode, but first I want to quickly thank our sponsor ConvertKit. I have been using ConvertKit to manage the HerPaperoot email list for a number of years. ConvertKit just makes it so easy to collect subscribers, send out freebies, send newsletters, and manage all of my funnels. Now guys, I love ConvertKit so much that I created a video workshop of email marketing funnel mistakes and easy fixes. So when you go to herpaperoot.com slash ConvertKit, not only will you find a free trial of ConvertKit there, if you decide to upgrade to a paid ConvertKit plan, I will give you free access to my email marketing funnels workshop. All of the details can be found at herpaperoot.com slash ConvertKit. Now I know people listening, there's going to be people who are in the weeds and they start their day knowing that they have so much on their plate. So Do you have any tips for what they can do or how they can get started delegating some of those things off of their plate, like the things that don't push the needle? Oh, yes. Okay. So first off, it's so important to know early on what what your non-negotiables are. What are your high priorities? What is important to you? And it's it's super easy to find that out. Now, here's a tip how I'll say how to find it out. It's actually a method that I made up. It's called the 30-33 method. And what you do is you take 30 seconds and you brain dump. You put every single thing you can think of and, you know, just get it out of your head. Just pull it out. Just everything. Just write it down, write it down, write it down, type it out, whatever you can think of. And once you do that, you stop. And after you stop, after you stop and you do that, then you, then you circle, you circle, you take 30 seconds and you circle the top three things that's there. You just take 30 seconds. Don't think about it. What's the, what's the most important things. And those things will pop out to you because you know, what's most important. So those top three things 
are what it is that you need to tackle first. So that's why I say go for that. And the thing is, honestly, to be real honest with you, if you get done that one top thing, you've won the day. Make sure that you figure out that one thing. What is the one thing that at the end of the day that I won the day? Because especially as, as you know, as women entrepreneurs and and as we were out there and we're doing things and we have family, we've got somebody calling us or doing different things. The best way to delegate things is to first know what it is that we're doing. Then we can delegate. We have to figure it out and we step back and then we have the action steps. Okay, so what is it now that I need to do? What is it that I, that I cannot stand or what is it that I don't do very fast or very well? And then delegate those things. And, and sometimes, you know, and this is what's really interesting. I love, love my, my, I have a few VAs and they are amazing. And I don't even call, I don't, I hate calling them virtual assistants. I want to say that they are extensions of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because the, I just hired two new and they're brand new. These two that are brand new. I've had a few before and I've, it's just been me before. But what I realized is because a lot of people say, oh, I can't hire anybody. I don't, I can't afford it. You can't afford Mm -hmm. it. You cannot afford not to hire someone to do certain things. The reason why I say that is because we get ourselves so deep in the weeds that we can't create. We can't make money because we're so deep in doing things that we don't have any business doing. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how to build a website, don't do it. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, if you don't, if, if SEO is not your thing, if content writing is not your thing, step back from it, know how to do it to your, to the best of your ability, but step back from it and assign it to someone else because the money you can make during the time that you're trying to figure it out and fumbling through everything, you could be paying somebody else and then it actually save you time. So if you've got to create a product, if you've got to have a garage sale, if you've got to do whatever it is to get that extra income, definitely do it. And don't think about hiring somebody full time. Think about even if you just hire them for certain tasks, things like that can make a huge difference. And um, there's a there's a particular site that I like to use. It's actually a site called um, virtualassistant.ph. And I have... I've just been just amazed by some of the some of the responses that I've gotten and some of the people that I've been able to connect with. And we've become like family in a very short period of time. So I say find someone, your budget, I'm sure, I am sure. And I mean from tiny budgets to humongous budgets, you'll find somebody that will fit your needs. You might have to dig a little harder if you have a super tiny budget, but you'll find somebody, even if it's for something small. And I also say for delegation is to get your family involved. Get your family involved. My daughter does, I I do the edits for my podcast, but my daughter, she did the music for the podcast. She, her, her deal is music. So she did the music, she does the intro, the outro, and she does the final edit for the show. So I get her involved That's awesome. and I don't dance. <laughs> so I get her to do my, to do any dancing reel. She's going to do it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Man, I wish I had a teenage daughter. Well, you know what? If you want her to do a dancing reel or singing reel for you, she will be glad yes. to do it. She'll do it. Yes. yes, she will do it. Yes. Her name is Elle London. And you know, she's, matter of fact, she's got a 
her she's got a, a new song that's releasing tonight as a matter of fact so oh she's so gosh. excited about that's it that's so cool i love that you get your family involved yes my husband too i get him involved as well oh yeah what does he do he's in a whole nother space so he does 5g he does so he builds out the 5G network. So some of the technical things, he helps me on with that. And also, I'm not very strong with all the analytical information, and he is. So the thing is, is that when you have somebody, if if that is a possibility to have somebody to balance you, I am more the creative side, he's more the analytical side. So I can ask him, you know, hey, can you help me there? Can you help me here? And he has He's he has had businesses as well, and he's re- getting ready to start a new online business as well. So we're we're kind of in a family of doing this. My son, at six years old, started a he started a clothing line, and he when he was six, he's nine now, and COVID kind of slowed him down on that. So now he's going into coding. But yes. yes. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Whole family of entrepreneurs. We have to talk about your podcast, the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. It has landed the number 11 spot on the Apple charts in entrepreneurship. So congratulations on that. Thank you so much. And you know what? And to tell you the truth, I feel like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, because it was just so exciting. Because when I have people and guests on, on the show, like you and like so many others, it's I'm I'm doing what I enjoy. I'm doing what I love. And it goes back to being able to give that advice and to give that input that I knew that I was, you know, put on this earth to do. Okay, so I have to ask then. So let's take you, amazing host, and your amazing guests, amazing content, all of that that you do for your podcast, and put that aside for a second. What do you think, aside from your awesome guest hosting abilities and content, what do you think has been something that has helped the growth of your podcast? And I know that's a tough question because usually it's the content, it's the host, right? But there must be something. Maybe it's a marketing thing you have done, networking. Yes. What has it been? I, I truly believe that that it's the action. We don't do a lot of we don't do a lot of like just kind of ginger talking. We just go right in (laughs) and it's so action packed in uh, most of the time it's the steps. And we talk about that. And then what we do as far as marketing, we also engage the audience. We have a poll question every, you know, every show we have a poll question. And so we engage the audience. And so I believe that that is, I think that that's instrumental we also have what's called the the mentoring moments and the mentoring moments has been a whole nother show itself just be, mm-hmm. because it's it's a way of people it's a way to give people a small mentorship without being able to you know have to ask that question you're able to to just kind of be able to give some advice and it's quick advice and so i believe that those are huge additives that has helped the show. Um, and the thing is, what's so amazing, it's not like we have bazillions amounts of downloads. What we have, it, what we have is dedicated listeners who, for whatever reason, has decided to push us to that spot. And, and since we've last spoken, we have landed two additional countries that we've ranked in as well. So yeah, so we're like seven countries or so that we've ranked in and all of that has been no marketing really whatsoever. It's just been very organic. It's just been very, very organic. And I believe that the transparency of the show 
and just going all in and it has been what's been a huge marketing <laughs> I think you know a marketing secret that that we've had you know that has helped us with our success Running a profitable blog takes a few great tools. I know it can be hard when you are trying to develop and monetize when you don't know which tools actually can help you get ahead and which ones are just pricey, shiny object distractions. To make it really easy for you, I have compiled a list of all of the tools, software, apps, templates, and training that I use to run and scale my blog and business. From the best email service providers to legal page templates to beautiful style stock photography, reliable web hosting, and even cart systems for selling digital products. It's all there. Find all of the tools of the trade that I swear by by going to herpaperoot.com tools. Is there any last words of advice you would like to share with us? I would love for people just to know the formula to live with no regrets. And that formula, I like to use an acronym, it's zero regret. And basically it's just starting from ground zero. When you wake up in the morning, you set your intentions, set your intentions for the day. Ask yourself, what do I want to get out of this meeting? Or what do I want to get out of this task? Or what do I want to contribute to this life? Ask yourself every day, what is it that you want to get out of it before you do it? Whatever it is, what is it? When you have a conversation with someone, what do you want to get out of that conversation? And then after you've done that, affirm your results by stating your desired success, like right now. What success do you want to have right now? And actually declare it. So an example of that is, I will celebrate, I celebrate tiny wins. Not I will, but I celebrate tiny wins. And say, I grow from mistakes. Or I successfully completed my top priorities. Say that early in the morning, before you even started, <laughs> before you even start your day. Say whatever it is and declare it. Actually repeat that to yourself. A lot of people focus somewhat on affirmations of themselves versus actual actual affirmation of the action, what you've already done. And, and, and it has really nothing to do with you, but it, it, because it's how you receive things because how you receive is how you, how you perceive is how you receive. So when you celebrate those tiny wins, you'll look for the all throughout the day, you'll use your reticular activating system to find every single tiny win that you could possibly have in the day. Then after you've done that and you've declared it, you've set your intentions, you declared it, then I say, reel it in, bring it all in, capture those thoughts that are going on in your head. Those things that happen at 2 a.m. that you're laying in bed and you're like, oh, I've got this going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Write it down or put it in a note, put it somewhere, capture those thoughts. Don't let them just go all around your head because you do, you'll still stay awake. You won't get good. You won't get good rest. Or even if it's in the middle of the day, capture whatever it is and put it down brainstorm it, do a massive, massive brain dump, and then separate those things out and sort it out like you would recycle glass or paper, sort it out. And whatever's trash, throw that out too. Whatever those thoughts were like, okay, that doesn't matter. Then from there, you elevate the tasks that are most important. So whatever most important, if it's, if it's doing something with your family, if it's doing something in your business, you put that up front and you elevate those things. And then 
after you've elevated those things, you generate energy, you manage the energy that you need. You, you can't fully manage your time. You can manage your energy. So you protect your energy from negativity, from people that are going to bring you down. You hang around people that'll help build you up. So you generate positive energy by putting yourself in good energy situations and activating your good energy by doing things according to your energy. Then I say the R, (laughs) the second R is to run and rest. That means run your automations and allow yourself to rest, allow your brain to rest. So that's actually two separate things. So run your automations, allow your brain to rest, but not stop. Because one thing that we forget about when we have automations is that we don't, we try and step out of it, but we kind of forget, okay, I still need to be creating. I need to be evolving and growing and making this system even better. Not just automate, but allow your brain to rest so you can reset. Then I say E and the last E and the last E for regret is make it easy. Make it easy on yourself. Use techniques. So if time blocking works for you, use that or sequencing. Do self-care. Do what works for you. Make it easy. Don't make it so difficult. Take it easy because a lot of times we overcomplicate things and we make it so hard. And lastly, I say for the T in regret is triumph. Every day, find something that you can triumph. Find something that you're grateful for that you can say, you know what, this, I won the day with this. It doesn't matter how small it was. You know, maybe you decided not to pop, you know, (laughs) pop an attitude with your husband or, you know, whatever you, (laughs) maybe you decided just to hold your tongue. Maybe you decided not to send an email. Maybe you sent a, a great email. Maybe you got a wonderful testimony from someone, whatever it is, Take that triumph, even if it's just the fact that you just got up that day. Say you just that day just was horrible, but you woke up and you just decided just to relax. Triumph the fact that you allowed yourself to relax. Those to me are the keys to living with no regrets. Thank you so much, Brittany, for spelling that all out for us. Where can everyone find and follow you online? Yes, I am most active on Instagram at Total Fit Boss Chick, or you can find me online on the website at Total Fit Boss Chick with a K.com. Thank you again so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Her Paper Root podcast. We hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please say so by leaving us a review and be sure to share this episode with your friends. For more entrepreneurship resources and to connect with Chelsea, swing by herpaperroot.com. Now go make something. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.